It's Friday night, which means it's time for another episode of the Friday Night Nicktoons podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm Casey. And I'm Ray. Welcome back, Ray. And guess what, guys? It is Friday, November, whatever date it is. November 24th. And we just finished watching The Jungle Movie, and it blew our minds. We have a lot of thoughts. We're just going to do one continuous episode today, vaguely with our usual structure. We're really excited to share our hot takes with you guys. My friend Ray is back. Welcome, Ray. How has your Nicktoon life been since we last heard from you? How's my Nicktoon life been? I gotta tell you guys, if you've been keeping up with the podcast, watching all the episodes that the podcast talks about... I've watched those exact same episodes and nothing else. But you went as Helga for Halloween. <laughs> I did That's go pretty as, cool. I did go as Helga Pataki for Halloween. Um, so I'm going to lay all my biases out there right out there on the table. She is the best character in almost anything. And uh, with that, I think we can get started on our totally unbiased critique of this movie. 100%. That's going to be super objective. Yep. Yes. Do you no. want to start with general takeaways first and then get into the minutia? Sure. Uh, I guess overall, I'd say I liked that it stayed overall, I'd say true to tone and most of the characters stayed true to character. I know we saw sort of in the the other Hey Arnold movie that things just felt way too out of left field. And I felt like although this was in a different setting, we're in the jungle, obviously. And like there's a lot of like more action scenes than we're typically used to. The characters and their dialogue still felt true to form to me. Yeah, um, I was thinking about in the first Hey Arnold movie, it was like, oh, we're going on an adventure, so there's got to be sexy spies and crazy gear. And in this one, they were like, yeah, we're on an adventure, but it's still the same dorky kids. So it's like, yeah, we're going to escape from this weird prison, but we're going to do it because Eugene had a big allergic reaction and we got to jump off him like he's a big old balloon, which, which is something that would have happened, you know, back home anyway. So it was it was like, it was much more like they took Hey Arnold and they took it out into the world and not like they took the world of like action movies and big budget Hollywood stars and tried to place it on Hey Arnold. It was It was much more organic. I totally agree. The one misstep to me in all of this was Helga confesses to Arnold too soon. I wish that they had been interrupted earlier. Obvious spoilers on this. If you haven't watched the Jungle movie, turn back now. (laughs) Thanks for Uh, for that warning that came before we gave away anything. (laughs) Thanks, Casey. Um, Yeah, so I don't know. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it did fan service in all the right ways. It uh, it had some things that were out of left field, and I didn't mind. It's just like how, like we talked about last week, with all of the babies playing in the park in the flashback, and it just so happens to be all of his classmates. I don't mind that it makes no sense. Just like there are little moments in this movie that make no sense, and it's fine because it's good fan service. To me, the whole moment, the whole movie leads up to the moment of... One of the great, Ashley's immediate takeaway to give credit where credit is due was that was the best title drop of all time. When Arnold wakes up his parents, they say, hey, Arnold, together, 
Perfect. Oh my god. Very good. (laughs) I I do want to, before we forget all the fan service things, we see Pigeon Man. So to all those people that were like, hey, it's a, you know, suicide metaphor. There we go. He's alive. He's hanging out in France. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's living his best life. He I was gonna say he's living, and you could tell he's still living with all the pigeons, but he's feeling a lot more free. And I, I don't know. We basically mm. the most fan servicey moment is just we cut this whole like tape of everyone talking about how much they appreciate things Arnold has done for them, and we get we get him, we get Stoop Kid, we get uh, I forget who all else was on there. We get Coach Wittenberg. Yeah. Just, um. Stoop Kid, oh, you said Stoop yeah. Kid. He's uh, the turtle. Capitol Hill. Oh, yeah, yeah the, the, the turtle. turtle uh, oh, Mickey K-Line. Yeah, Mickey K-Line's in it's there. It's truly everyone. Yes. In a beautiful way, because Arnold has done so much for this town, so of course the people of Hillwood would unite around him. And it's, I, I will say, I love the setup to that moment, too, because um, Arnold doesn't usually set out, like, I'm gonna do some big heroic thing. I'm gonna make a name for myself. He's just, like... You know, throughout the series, someone who goes through his life trying to be a good person, and whenever he sees someone who's struggling, to help them. But he never does it in, like, a self-aggrandizing way. And so there, um, the the setup is like, oh, there's this contest where if you make a video about doing some big humanitarian thing, if you win the contest, you get sent to San Lorenzo, which is where his parents disappeared. And Arnold tries to do, like, one big humanitarian thing. They build a little shelter for pigeon, or uh, for monkey Monkey man. Voiced by Craig Um, Bartlett. Yeah. They build this beautiful, uh, like, floating habitat for monkey man, and, uh, it immediately goes awry. Homeless people. So oh. many good, like, throwaway lines yeah. uh, in that yeah. scene. Oh, what do they say? There's that bird is my lunch. <laughs> hey, I was hoarding that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> Let me just oh die for a second. Um, uh, but anyway, um, so... Uh, Helga and Gerald basically see all this and they want to help Arnold and Helga's the one who sort of starts this initiative and then she gets Gerald's help to sort of compile all these things that Arnold has just naturally done throughout his life just because of who he is. And the story they tell very early in the movie that honestly made me cry, like, what, like 15 minutes in, um, was just like, hey, this is a guy who, like, every day when he wakes up, he just tries to be his best self and help the people around him. And he has helped so many people with what seemed like little things, but he ended up helping them in big ways. And, like, that is the big hero story. It's not someone who, you know fought a battle or conquered someone or created one beautiful shining thing but just someone who like exemplifies kindness in all these moments throughout his life 100 percent. and i will say (sighs) i wish they hadn't used the movie that they made in the trailer uh i or maybe i just shouldn't have watched the trailer i don't know but i felt like it i thought it was cheesy when i watched the trailer and in context it was so much better and i wish they just saved it but to be fair it does perfectly capture the spirit of the movie and i will say like i watched the trailer and i still fully cried i was gonna say i personally i'm gonna i'm gonna say yeah no i i was i was all sorts of pumped during the trailer too just to see that they kept in the original Mm -hmm. characters it made me feel like you know it was going Mm -hmm. to be true to um true to form which was a big thing that i was worried about given the first movie and how it just tore apart what hey arnold was and 
I, I it made me excited to see this is this is a Hey Arnold movie. It's going to bring back all of these moments. Okay. I am glad too though that though we had all these sort of you know callbacks to the beginning that it does move away to be its own thing. Like it's it's not the movie of Hey '90s kids like here's all the moments from Hey Arnold. You watched that show. Let's remember them. Like it definitely yeah. moves on to its own plot fairly quickly on. Yeah. It's it's not just a big series of callbacks, and it also isn't trying to be, like, just a long episode of the TV show. Because yeah, yeah. that probably would have gotten old around 30 or 40 minutes. Yeah. It truly um, didn't, yeah. It took all the characters you love and the dynamics that you love, and it put them in a new place with higher stakes. And I never felt like they were killing time. Like, in the, in the mm. feature film, the Hey Arnold movie, I felt like they were killing time Are a you, lot. Didn't you wish there were more scenes about how long the bus took. <laughs> Didn't you sit there like 45 minutes in when they finally like meet the green-eyed people? Like, they haven't they haven't they spent a single minute of this movie on a goddamn bus. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't be used to swear. Oh, no, you're good, you're good. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's a, that's very true. <laughs> Always could use more. And I that was the one character I was missing was the bus driver. Where was the Where was he? Get it trending, kids. Wait, was he? Hashtag Where was the bus driver? Where was the bus driver? Yeah. Also, um, um, I'm glad because at first I was like, oh, how convenient. There's a trip to San Lorenzo in the exact place where his parents are. Who would have thought? And we do find out that it's it's a trap set up by oh right. God, what's his name? San, no, I was going to just say <laughs> San, San Lorenzo. Lorenzo. <laughs> the man they named a country after. Oh my god. El something. El Sombra. El, El Sombra, is that Som- it? El Sombra is almost certainly it. And I am going to feel like a fool when I listen to this edited episode and go, none of us got his name right. <laughs> I don't think it's El uh, Because it's not like El Hombre, El Hombre with an S. You know, it's like Sombra, I thought. Sombra. Listen, (laughs) there's a jungle gangster, and he looks a lot like uh, Arnold's parents' friend, Eduardo, but he does not naturally have a mustache. Yeah, that is the one difference. And we get the epic showdown that I was counting on for the entire film. Yeah. They get scrappy, huh, in this movie? Let's take they a moment. Get scrappy. Let's take a moment to talk about the moments of violence in this movie because it really goes there. We got Helga staples one of the like pirate gangster like, members. Like in the face. In okay. the face. They like they show her picking up the staple and then it's off screen, but yeah. you like hear the noise of it happening. And it looks and you like kinda, he dies. It really looks like he dies. But then you see him and he's got a staple in his face and it's a little gruesome. Yeah. But he does also really die later. Yeah, and then <laughs> like um, the the, the gangster uses one of his men as like a human shield. It's, it's La Sombra. La, La Sombra. Sombra. Yeah. Told you. I felt like you said something slightly. We said different. El Sombra. I oh, think yeah. You're because right. okay, yeah. he's a I dude. Said L first. But La I, I don't know. Whatever. Continue. We, we can't. I what we it can't means. assume this gangster's gender. But La yeah. Sombra <laughs> totally uses one of his. Um, one of his like uh posse as a human shield and gets him shot up with a bunch of arrows and like th- there's a le- there's a couple deaths in this movie oh, yeah i mean literally the yes. rest of his gang dies eventually so they all to just see, right die. um he f- he falls into the river it's a long fall so it would be pretty surprising and i mean 
Eduardo even says, but he says, like, he lived how, or he died how he lived full of poison. So we kind of do take that. Great <laughs> Great. Straight dead. Put that on my tombstone. Thank you. Full of poison. Full of poison. Oh, mm. Um. Yeah, so we all, God. let's just say we all loved it. We loved it. Was very it. good. It really was. It, um, it had at least three literal tear-jerking moments. I, I also liked we, uh, we do get the callback to Helga's parents that I was talking about. How I was like, I hope they at least, you know, mention sort of their neglect. And they definitely, they definitely put enough of that in there to build the context. Um, I will say in general, I think this movie, if you hadn't recently rewatched the journal, I think would be a little bit difficult to follow. Is that, yeah. is that crazy to say? You, you have to, I don't know. You have I to think... say yes to a lot if you haven't seen it. Okay, green eyes. Yeah. Great. Yeah. The, sure. the green eyes... So the big thing is, like, there's this group of people in the jungle called the Green Eyes, and they see Arnold as some kind of potential savior because he was born during this volcano, and, like, his birth calmed the volcano. And if you have not seen the episode The Journal, you do not believe that that is something that occurred in an episode of the 1990s television show Hey Arnold. Very true. that what? was a fun callback, though. The child of the volcano. That truly is what he is. I love, love, love the idea that Arnold has to be the one to awaken all of the sleeping parents as he awakens his own. I thought that was really beautiful and, like, symmetric in a really nice way for my type A brain, you know? Mm-hmm. That it took Arnold coming back and all of the kids being with their parents. It's like they were waiting for him. It's mm-hmm. a bummer that all those parents had to go without. And, like, the logistics of placing a heart in a thing and then all the the good juice dripping out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, the good juice. Yeah. Or as they call Coming it in NBC some fields, medicine. <laughs> it's like every TV show starts with the good blank now. It's like, mm-hmm. should we make the, the good, good juice? The good place. Oh the good juice. Yeah. The good doctor, the good uh, wife. God. Uh, there's more. Uh, there are more. Mm. But Anyway. Yeah. Um, the good yeah, juice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and so, okay, so if we're talking about the good juice moment, we gotta talk about the heart. So, um, we we got a series of artifacts. So, Arnold gets the journal right at the end of the TV series. And near the beginning of the movie, he gets a locket. Really quick, I do want to say, they start out this with a callback to that ending line. That grandma, grandpa, I found a map. That's how we open up the jungle movies. Before I forget. If you, like me... Finished watching the journal for the first time this morning and then watched the movie tonight, it's like a direct pickup. Yes. It's a more direct pickup than you've ever gotten in Hey Arnold. They like bridged it what? 2000? They bridged 15 years. Yes. In a couple Effortlessly. Seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the animation is updated. And honestly, we need something like that to bring these worlds together. Mm-hmm. And. I thought, oh, can we talk about the anachronism and, like, whether mm-hmm. it is anachronism or not? Like, that we anachronism, suddenly... Yeah. Anachronism, yes. Um, uh, that we suddenly have phones, and but there's no time jump. Yeah. Very so they, interesting choice. I, I think what it is is, like, they've, they've never mentioned... You know, Hey Arnold was always a show that was taking place in the time that it was being made. Mm-hmm. And the fact is, like, time has jumped for us, the audience, and maybe it has has or hasn't jumped for, you know, the characters in the world. But the fact is, you know, there's kids watching this on Nickelodeon today that if you were like, oh, yeah, his name is Bob, he sells beepers, they would be like, yeah. what on 
Yeah. Earth is a beeper. That's true. So they have a moment quick at the beginning of the movie where they say nobody uses beepers anymore. They're an old piece of technology. Here's what they did. Now everybody has phones. And everyone's like, great, on the same page. I think they did just the right amount of uh, including current day technology. There were like three or four jokes where the punchline was like, a cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. And if it had been more than that, it would have been insufferable yes. but yeah. it was just enough that they were like listen like we know that our audience is living in the present day and this movie is not like a uh an outdated anachronistic like oh it happened too late and nobody's sort of catching up with it sort of thing it's like no this is still a story for the present day and even if the technology the characters are using is a little different the characters in the world is still the same yeah yeah, and yeah. I think, like, I definitely agree. It was, it was just enough. Like, Rhonda does have a smartphone, and she's using it and whatever, but it's not like the entire movie is like, hey, guys, we're on social media. Like, it, like it's not like, yeah. let's use the internet. Like, it wasn't They're not over like, the top. uh-oh, we're caught in a dungeon. Better stream it on Twitch. Yeah. yeah. Someone, like, you know, like... <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't, like, too much of the hashtag fellow kids stuff or anything no, not like that. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Very artfully done. Yeah. It was hysterically funny at times, too, especially some of Helga's lines. Hey, Arnold, I would not say is a comedy first, even for a kid's mm-hmm. show and for a cartoon. Tune, but it certainly has moments of comedy gold in, in many episodes, and I, this was no exception. Helga's, all of Helga's nonsense is pretty gold. I don't, like I said, I my least favorite moment of this was Helga. They're in the crow's nest of the boat, and Helga confesses everything to him, and then a boat interrupts them. And she's very intimidating. She's very intense, and Arnold isn't given a lot of choice in the matter of whether mm-hmm. he wants to be hearing this in the moment, you know? Yeah. She grabs him, and she... Yeah. And that's how Helga expresses herself. It wasn't out of character, but I just wish they could have interrupted us earlier. You yeah. Know? I it was like say 20 minutes in, too. It was too. super uncomfortable. And, and what I will say is, like, I think that Helga... Because um, later in the movie... Helga overhears Arnold talking about how much he wishes he could find his parents. And she's like, oh, I didn't realize this was such a big deal for him. And I think Helga, like, she has both of her parents and neither of them has ever been a really positive influence in her life. So I think it's hard for her to understand that for him, finding his parents is something really important. Right. Because she's so, like, caught up in her own thing. Like, no, like, this trip is about... I arranged this because I love you. Right, right. And, like, um, I will say, like, in the past when she's done things for Arnold, it has not only not been for his recognition, but she has, like, specifically avoided him knowing that she had anything to do with it. So that was the only part that felt a little out of character. Well, here's a question for the group. Mm -hmm. Discussion question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Do we buy Arnold's feelings for Helga? I still don't know if I do. At I the don't end? Know. Yeah. That he suddenly... It's so self-aware of the whole show. At the end, Arnold has information that he seems like he wouldn't have. Where he says, it's always... You've always been helping me quietly behind the scenes. How does he know that? What information has he received? So, there... There are a lot of times when Helga helps Arnold and she's very secretive about it and he doesn't find out. There are other times, like... So, like, the spelling bee, I know you mentioned last yes. week. Like, sure. Arnold was there for that. Like, like he, he has to be some... And I, I think he even commented so, somewhere at the end, mm-hmm. like, 
I don't know. Like, he has some sort of a knowing glance. So, so I think Or, like, maybe... the time they go out to dinner and she, like, helps him wash dishes. Like, he knows that yeah. she has a good heart yeah. and is happenings. more helpful yeah. than she wants to be. And I think, like... And Arnold's smart. He does see through her yeah. psych, her like I think, psychosis. And she you know? did also confess in the other movie. Right. I think. You're I think right. they and kind, he kind of, of references that. Yeah. He kind of does. He's like, I know you told me. No, earlier I think when he said bath, that, right? he meant earlier. Earlier in the, in the movie. I wonder if the jungle is, is pretending the first. Movie I think it is did. Not it kind, yeah, I think you're right. I think. Yeah. I think it was. Like, and to be honest, I, what I mean, I think. Over. I think Craig Bartlett, from my understanding, and I'm not speaking on behalf of the man, but from my understanding, like he wasn't really in love with the idea of this first movie right. to begin with mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. i think he almost wanted to be like let's scrap that and this is a movie i wanted to make in the first place like right. let's pretend that didn't happen because this is the story i intended to tell in the first right. place not uh, arnold and gerald um, save hillwood from spies but we've discussed that <laughs> yeah stuff. i will and, say regardless of whether and i do hear like a bit of the like i'm not sure how much Ar- it makes sense that arnold has those feelings but I do like at the very end sort of their hand-holding moment where Helga's still like, who said you could touch me? And things yeah. like that. Like, and I Arnold like, yeah. just gives her a knowing smile. It's like, I love, I do love the idea that Helga ends up with someone, doesn't have to be Arnold, who understands the way her brain works and doesn't hold comments like that against her. Yeah, because Helga is just so, I mean, she confuses, she's got a lot of aggression and she's got a lot of passion and she has trouble sousing them out because she's, what she's like 11 how old are they we're going into sixth grade they mentioned because it's the first day of school yeah that's yeah 11 12 so she she's got a lot of aggression and a lot of passion and she has trouble uh sort of sorting them out um which you know it's always evident obviously in the way she interacts with arnold there's a moment um what's that creepy boy's name brainy brainy god creepy boy i um uh so so brainy um like, uh, helps Helga out at some point in the movie, uh, she actually throws away the locket that she's kept forever with Arnold's picture in it, and Brainy returns it to her in this crucial moment. And, um, you know, the, the classic thing you say when you're, like, extraordinarily grateful to someone is, I could kiss you! And Helga says, Brainy, I could hit you. And, and then she kisses actually him. kisses him. And it's just... That was beautiful. Those oh wires are so crossed in her mind. And, <laughs> yeah. Which is... I, I do want to say, like, can be a very bad and unhealthy and dangerous thing. But with Helga, I think it really is like she is a child. And she Love and has hate grown, are very similar emotions in a lot of ways. And too. she's grown up in this house where, like, her father is so aggressive mm-hmm. and like she doesn't have a lot of i think positive role models for like how to show affection other than arnold and so she's very defensive there's this adorable moment at the beginning where she realizes that arnold is like thinking about his parents and she's like do you want to talk about feelings and oh my she God, can so barely say it it's Perfect. God. Also, um, I do want to give a quick call out. Right after um, Helga kisses Brainy, he has like this pan flute dance thing that happens, and I, I just can't, I can't perfect. not mention it. It's oh, beautiful. It's He's perfect. doing like lips or something. It's it's beautiful. That's his end game. That's all he ever wanted. You Honestly, know? He's I mean, he now. literally proposes to her in the one yeah. episode yeah. back in the day. So. Uh, but he's uh, happy just flute. with a kiss. It's beautiful. It's like have you watched Big Mouth either? Yes, the two? I, have. I have. It's not. like when. Uh, this isn't really a spoiler. I mean, it's like when the 
janitor gets or the gym teacher uh proposes to yes. the teachers being nice to him and she goes i just want to be friends and he goes what she's like i'm sorry he goes no that's the best thing i've ever heard she goes what that's like the number one zone he's yeah. so excited to be in the friend zone and that's really oh, how i feel about bringing yeah but i feel like as long as he gets his kiss like poopy and exploding. well and also i feel like there's gotta be an, <laughs> there's there's Jeez. an awareness to that in. to like if, if he's putting back together this heart mm-hmm. of arnold's picture right like i think mm-hmm. he's aware like he knows that he's not ever really gonna yeah. get help yeah, on that right. right like he's he's kind of not thinking about himself there it is a selfless and act kind of your I just boy. Say, what if brainy in that moment gives her the heart and then just goes on like a nice guy rant and speaks <laughs> for the first time like girls always go Jeez. for the jerks like arnold i'm here for you helga Jeez. <laughs> i've been here breathing heavily yeah. in the background <laughs> come on um so i i do also want to say like um, there's a lot of instances in, in this movie of, like, the way these kids are showing that they care about each other is, like, looking at this person they want to show affection for, whether it's romantic or platonic affection, and saying, like, what's something that's really important to this person? I'm going to help them get that. So, like, yeah. Arnold is Gerald's best friend, and Gerald at the beginning, like, even though it's the last day of school and everyone just wants to get out of there, Gerald's like, I'm going <sighs> to stay with Arnold in this classroom and help him do this project so to find good. his parents. And then Gerald, even uh, when Arnold is sort of conspiring with La Sombra, La Sombra mm-hmm. uh, not realizing that it isn't Eduardo, uh, he's at the front of the ship, and Gerald comes up, and it's like, really? Like, we don't keep secrets from each other, and now you're keeping secrets with this total stranger? That was a great moment. And this episode doesn't obsess over Arnold and Gerald's friendship, but we get just enough. We get enough. And we've seen better episodes of Gerald and Arnold's friendship, especially the, uh, what's the one with the fish? Big Caesar? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the strongest one in terms of, like, positive male friendship, but this had a ton of it. And great friendships all around. At people making sacrifices for Arnold because they know he deserves it. Arnold making sacrifices for others, for his parents. Um, Arnold risking everything. And I think we should talk a little more about the parents now because we haven't actually mm. gotten into that very much. Like, were you guys satisfied with the reveal that the parents have been that this first of all that the sleeping sickness does not kill you but puts you in essentially a coma and second of all that arnold reawakens them and were you satisfied with their reunion scene so i the whole time i was watching this and and the whole time i was watching also um the 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 journal i was thinking about like um cuz i think it's hard for me to talk about this because this isn't a perspective I have, but I can imagine that, you know, for kids who either, you know, grew up not having a relationship with their parents for whatever reason or not having a great relationship with their parents, having this character who his parents weren't in his life and he was still very a very good person and someone who, you know, was yeah. someone you could look up to, I think was probably an important experience for a lot of people. And I I question this decision to right at the end say, like, oh, he actually had parents the whole time, and they were perfect mm. jungle explorers who loved him very much and never wanted to leave. I wonder if it can't in... be both, though, because he mm-hmm. did accomplish everything without having yeah, immediate I guess parents. In his... my, and for my, most um... of the series, he doesn't know why they left. 
Right. My sort of take on it to kind of in with that is though in a way that Arnold didn't have parents, but he did have grandparents who were yeah. really great role models, mm, right? Yeah. And then we do still see the flip side. We still see a character like Helga where, yeah, she has parents, but she doesn't have that good support good system, they? right? Yeah. So I think there yeah. is still, hopefully either way, still this acknowledgement that, yeah, Arnold has these struggles, but like because he has this support system, is he in some ways, you know, better off than Helga, who technically has parents, but yeah, they're... Yeah. And I'm 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 thinking through it and talking through it and actually one of the things that's great about this movie is I think that uh like we see at Parents Day, um is that the name of the episode? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parents Day, like I think a lot of times Arnold has thought about his parents in times where he has felt maybe alone or in distress, like, you know, especially with this image of his parents as these cool jungle explorers, mm-hmm. like they could come and save him. And then what happens in the movie is he actually goes and he, through these really important relationships he's forged and these, like, you know, skills he's developed in this life without them, he is able to save his parents. Well, and think of all the people he couldn't have done it without. Yeah. Take one person out. Take Gerald out and the video never gets made in the first place. Mm-hmm. You know, or Sid. Oh, can we talk about Sid framing it as the legend of Arnold? Oh. That was stunning. I, yes. I got blindsided by that. So I must have heard, if it was in that. the trailer, I forgot about mm-hmm. it. And um, Gerald is the keeper of the tale. Like, oh, oh, that was such a good callback. So Gerald's legend. There's that. You know, without Helga, we don't have the locket that actually saves mm-hmm. his parents. Without Brainy... We don't have the locket. Without, uh, Without Phoebe, we don't get the parents to come and help rescue them, you know, with mm-hmm. Phoebe connecting the beepers to the cell phones. I mean, even Eugene's horrible allergic reaction ends up coming into play, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, he, yeah. he needs to Does be... Does Harold do anything? Oh, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. It's, it's, it's such a... Even though they, they sort of do paint him as this community hero at the beginning, like, he can't be a community hero without the community. Yeah. And it's so much about how they lift each other up and support each other. And gosh, yeah, it's... It's very good. It was yeah. very good. God. And yeah, that we talked about the title drop, but it's worth mentioning again that the parents wake up. The first thing they say is, hey, Arnold. And we get this sort of beautiful montage of all the families oh. waking up. And, and the parents not getting how school works is hysterical because, oh of course, they wouldn't we're know. Hip. Yeah, we're, we're hip. We're yeah. hip. God. Yeah, we knew it was the first day of school. We're hip. Oh. Yeah. And all the animals that they saved, too, coming out of the boarding house. Yeah. Adorable. Mm-hmm. I, I did, like, and, and we all, I mean, there was a very mild amount of panic in my mind when he wakes up and it's there's that almost it's just a dream thing. And I was like, there's no, no way. I was like, yeah. I was like, they, they're not going to do us like <laughs> no. this. But they did plant the seed and that was yeah. a nice cheese. And because it's cool, it's not cheap either because that's Arnold's perspective. He's not sure if it's a dream yes. or reality. Because, because he's been why dreaming. Why would he? Yeah. yeah. daydreaming about for this for so long. And it, make, it was yeah. so fantastical that it's like, maybe that was God. all just a dream. I also... I like how he comes down and the boarders are yelling the same things that they did at the beginning, but that's so what they would Gertie's do. Gertie's still like, striking. Yes. Yeah. Because, like, you know, they're back from this grand adventure. You know, Gertie, Grandpa, and Grandma, and There's Arnold. new people and, and they're not any different. Now they just stay yep. the same. Yeah. Uh, and I like that we didn't obsess over the boarders. Like, we got them in the oh, beginning. Oh, we also we do see... We yep. see up Mr. on the roof, we see my... We, we yep. see her there. She's Beautiful. not mentioned, like, a lot, but she's... That we know great. that she's around and it's implied that she's at least... Maybe not living with them, but she's in the area. It's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And Hey Arnold is great. It's different than As Told by Ginger, where there isn't literal continuity. Like, even relationships don't always stay the same. Like, after our episode with Rhonda, they don't particularly treat her any differently, you know? Sure. Um, and that's fine. But the continuity mm-hmm. is more in the development of the community and not necessarily in, like... And there's character growth. There's certainly character growth throughout mm-hmm. the series. And I don't mind that. I, it's more of a sitcom. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's sort of I, meant for the most part for you to be able to pick up almost any anywhere. episode yeah. and it be just fine. Yeah, exactly. And, and I kind of like, because there's so many characters in the world of Hey Arnold, and, you know, um, uh, I know at one point we were watching uh, this movie and uh, Harold just stuffs a whole bunch of sandwiches down his pants. <laughs> and uh, Casey's like, is Harold kind of flanderized or was he always like this and the answer is like i think a lot of the characters in hey arnold when it's not a story or a moment that's focusing on them it seems like they might just be sort of a stereotype or a one-note joke stinky is you know kind of dumb yeah. and harold loves Yahoo food soda. and just, just drink it, it. But whenever you have an episode that does sort of zoom in on these characters and they all get at least one, you realize there's so much more beneath the surface. And, you know, they're they're all such unlikely friends. Yeah. But... In a way that only kids can be because they will grow up to not have a ton in common, a lot of them. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I also like that, like, they also get to have these connections sometimes with you know adults whether it's the boarders or the teacher or pigeon oh man or monster man mr sims can we talk about he's really good oh, can we talk about please. the sign that says yes. please don't hurt me yeah he has this agenda at the beginning he's like everything's gonna be according to this agenda and the agenda goes miserably wrong very oh, quickly couldn't go worse moment yeah. one like he pulls it out and before he can get through one sentence all the kids are running around. He's like, there's no running in the agenda. Um, <laughs> it's so funny. There's this moment, because they have this moment in the trailer where, you know, they show this video and it pans to grandma and grandpa and they seem really concerned. And when I watched the trailer, I was like, they know about something in Sam Lorenzo that's going to go wrong. Right. No, yeah. in the movie, they yeah. look really concerned and they just turn to the teacher and they're like, have you ever led a trip with a dozen kids before yeah like it's just like no we know these children are going to be very rowdy yeah. and that they was are f- correct that was a funny tease <laughs> like, you're so right i forgot about that in the trailer yeah it totally seems like they're like san lorenzo what <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. totally that's hilarious yeah. oh, we also God. do have uh olga she's up in the uh she's, she's up in with the, them for yeah a while. She's, she's a chaperone yeah. which totally makes sense yes. mr simmons would call oh, her up it's and perfect. like she would be there um, they worked in all the fan service so well yes Gosh, um, I know I talk about Helga Pataki too much, but um, there is, no is too there? Much. Yeah, yeah, no, there is. Um, so they do like, they do such a good job of painting Bob and Miriam as like human in the sense that they're relatable and they do have hearts, but they're also so flawed. So when they get this SOS from the kids, like, oh my God, our daughters are on that trip and there's something going wrong, they both just go. <gasps> Olga! Yep. And it's yeah. so yeah, heartbreaking. Really and a good, like, Miriam's 10 seconds out on later. the couch for her intro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Like, yeah. 10 seconds later, and oh, and the other one. The other oh, one. Not even by name. And only Miriam, too. Yeah, and it's... It's uh, pretty rough. It's, it's very, again, very true to their characters, and... Yeah. 
yeah. and props to the voice actors and the directors for maintaining mm-hmm. the pace the pace of the show and the feel of the show so well it really oh, felt mm-hmm. there were a couple characters where I'm like okay nadine's voice definitely different maybe she's mm-hmm. not maybe i don't know but like there were little moments where i was like that's not quite right but far and away every character was yeah. right on the money that's pretty hard to do 15 years later Guys, you know how have we gone this long and not mentioned jim lang yeah oh god just brilliant work and he brings back his old themes and created some new ones uh but god that that dream theme the when he's in the plane you know dream theme uh it's gorgeous and it comes back only a couple times but right when it's needed and for those gooey flashback moments the music too when we first hit san lorenzo i i can't exactly explain how it was but it, it just it just felt like i don't know Mm-hmm. It felt adventurous and yep. exciting. Like it felt yep. like you're in this new exciting place. It was, uh, just just so many moments where, he he lived up to his name, and I'm so glad they pulled him back well, in. For yes, this. what he does a great job of is like going towards the stereotype without making it outrageous. Like for example, like Gerald will sometimes have some of his little zingers punctuated by these little funk chords, you know, and put it a little more over the top, and it'd be like what are you doing there, Jim, buddy? You know? And, like, when they go to a foreign country and suddenly it's, you know, it's pan flutes and it's conga drums and it's blah, blah, blah. But it's not overstated. Yeah. It's just enough to set you in a time and place without, you know, being racist, without being too over the top, but enough to accentuate the moment and create character. Yeah, yeah. Right, like, moments where they sort of bring in the theme a little bit, but we it's even not... had a little bit uh, of a... Yes. During the... During the Monkey Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Great stuff. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah we turned call, We turned to each other that. so many times during this watching, like, Jim Lang! Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. Just all throughout, there were moments of like, <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Oh, and we were trying oh, to predict they... things. I should say, we saw through the set. Well, because we see Eduardo at the beginning. He walks mm-hmm. past mm-hmm. them. Which, mm-hmm. That was Ray, actually, I think, who... Yep. Like, there he goes. Yep. <laughs> and we were, like, we were like, yeah, I think that was him. Great and... catch. And it planted the seed of doubt, which created tension yeah. for the rest of it. I'm sure that's why they showed him. Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then also, the, the music leading up right to Arnold getting to his parents is super exciting. We like oh. see all these other parents waking up and him yeah. running past them and it's got just this great hopeful feel. We have these butterflies flying oh, around. Everything homies. in that moment was so so My exciting. My friends, the butterflies. The butterflies. Okay, because when sweet. because when um when Arnold's parents get married in the journal. Yeah. Uh when I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting her name. Uh his it's mother, uh, Miles and Stella, Stella. Yep. yes, because there's a streetcar moment in the journal that is unbelievable. Yeah, there is. Yep. Stella! <laughs> um, Stella. So uh, when Miles and Stella get married, uh, there's this moment where when Stella walks up, they have all these kids there with boxes of butterflies opening the boxes and the butterflies are flying out and then there's the earthquake. And so it's been... Like, these butterflies feel like they've been thematically part of this legend tied to the green-eyed people, tied to natural disasters, tied to this relationship and this family sort of since the beginning. And um, as sort of this symbol of Miles and Stella as a couple, there they are at the beginning when their marriage begins... And then when they go to sleep, the butterflies sleep with them. And then they start flying again when they finally wake up. Oh, it's very good! It ties together what we talked about when we recorded last night when you guys listened a week ago. Uh, 
to the visual metaphors in this show. Yes. There are so many of them. They're so strong. We didn't get as much of the plane, and I'm okay with that. It's certainly used to its full concentration. Uh, we get a little bit of it. They but... certainly ride on a plane <laughs> with a pig. That's very true. Oh, oh God, well, Abner's whole plot. Well, we missed the A plot. <laughs> a is the for Abner. Abner. Absolutely. He, he, escapes, <laughs> he finds his way back from San Lorenzo. He literally like, spins on the wheel a of a plane. Soliloquy. Also, though, yeah, and then Grandma understands yes. him. <laughs> she goes, I don't believe any of that. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Shrew oh, cocktails? they had cocktails yes. on the plane? Yeah. In oh, first class. Oh my gosh, Grandma Gertie. Adorable. So, that was that really thing. funny. I love uh. when they embrace the fact that it's a cartoon in a very fairly odd parents kind of way. That's like, yeah, this is ridiculous, gosh. but we're doing it. Get over it. Yes. Oh, <laughs> it's not real. Sorry. You know? Yes, but as it's As long it's as it's perfect. not about the human emotion oh, side of it, I'm totally fine with silliness, you know? Oh, God. Um, I don't know why. This is just reminding me that thinking of the grandparents... Um, near the beginning, Arnold yeah. comes back and Grandpa's like, well, that was a long, sad walk. <laughs> that was beautiful. Oh, I felt I thought personally called yeah, out. Yeah. The moment that cracked me up the most with the grandparents is when Arnold is on his way to San Lorenzo and Grandpa yes. is talking to him in the window, mm-hmm. uh, like giving him all these warnings and stuff. The plane starts taking off <laughs> and Grandpa's moving with him somehow. We <laughs> then see that Gertie is driving oh. the staircase oh. up to like the old-fashioned kind of plane and they're flying alongside this plane. Oh, it's hysterical. It's, oh, it's and they've gold. clearly like hijacked the staircase car. They're getting this man who's that, supposed yeah. to be driving and it's like, hey, give this back. <laughs> it's it's so hurt. Like that's Gosh. so something that you yeah. should do. It's and Grandpa goes oh, along Gertie with it. They break so all the rules. Great. They're, they're hashtag goals. <laughs> <laughs> but but like, actually, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I say it absolutely. ironically, but I mean it unironically. Oh uh, man, yeah. um, it's good stuff. Do we want to? I think we're we're reaching a good point. I yeah, think, to I think, start wrapping I think up. Do I've we want to mentioned... say like one last takeaway? You know, it Gerald be... and Phoebe. Oh, hello, oh my yeah. God. Gerald Wait and Phoebe. Hello, power couple of the century. <laughs> honestly, oh. how many small little moments happened here that like I'm keep recalling yeah. so many things where I'm like, and that was great, and yeah. that was great, and guys, this it was really I was good. I was really hyped, and I would say lived up to the hype for yep. me personally. Me too. Gosh. Me too. Yeah. I did not expect it to be this great. I really did. I had hoped, and I knew they were capable of it, but I was, you know, as excited as we were, we were trying to keep our limit, our, yeah. you know. There was there was a multitude of things I was scared of. I was scared that they would pull too far away from the original show, and they'd be like, well, we need to relate to the, yeah. the newer kids, or that they would be too too much favoring towards us, like, too much of a nostalgic right. kick. Like, I felt we like made this like, 15 <laughs> years ago, yeah. and here it is. Like, yes. Yeah, no, no, they, it was, right. they did such a good balance of that. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And I just, I feel like I can, though it does make me a little sad that the show's not continuing on, it, it does feel complete now yeah. for me. I do. I will say I'm kind of, even though I haven't seen every Hey Arnold episode and I don't claim to have, it's, I, I'm sort of grieving the loss of the show now. It's like, okay, we know it, like, Arnold goes to school, he has parents, maybe they move out of the house. I mean, if the Patakis had ever gotten made, we would have more. And Ugh, Oh, but if didn't... only oh, the Patakis, I think then maybe Patricia mentioned this, that there's a rumor that, like, if this is received well, they might make another season. I don't know oh, how I man. feel about that. Because it's such a good way to end it right yeah. now. Oh, man. It would have to be done right, which is obvious, but, like, yeah. it could definitely very easily be done wrong. I wouldn't want it to focus 
too much on Arnold's parents is the no, thing. Because the unspoken is what's so interesting about that. Yeah. Especially with the time jump from when he wakes up. Because he mentions, like, all summer. Yes. So there mm-hmm. is a time jump, which Because they sense. go from, basically, the last day of school, they've got, right. what, like, a week in San Lorenzo, right. and then they go Through to the, the first summer. day of school. Which is yeah. kind of heartbreaking that he still could think that it's a dream, like, two months in. Yeah. <laughs> but also I mean, really after sweet. that, after his, his life, entire right? life, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, gosh. Oh, gosh. So any final takeaways we want to get to? Good job, team. Good job, hey, Arnold, team. Very good. Seriously. Yeah, very good. You just nailed uh, it. Lots of Curly in this one, huh? Yeah, oh yeah. Like, yeah, have like, we have we not talked? Because Curly is such a like he's he not a staple, but he, he hasn't shown up a lot in the episodes that he talked a lot. To be fair, on he looked very different in this. Yeah, he's usually so, around, and if he if he is a major character <sighs> point, which I don't think he has been on things we've talked we've about covered. on the podcast, but definitely ones I've seen, he's crazy. Like that's but, yes. but that there was is like, his character thing. There he's was the like as gallery. much curly as there was like eugene that's or fair. harold that's fair. right and i like, think we've overcovered eugene to be what? fair yeah and maybe undercovered curly to an extent yeah. you know what let's let's aim to next time we do a hey arnold thing find <laughs> an episode yeah. uh episode yeah we don't necessarily need a whole curly special <laughs> yeah. but i, I, I think, think we, we can, can find an episode hey arnold after this for a little that's bit. fair i will say if they do another season i hope there is some moments of disagreements with Arnold and his parents. I hope not everything about them, like the flaws mm-hmm. that Casey sort of mentioned at the end of our last episode. I hope we see a couple of them where right. yeah. things yeah. are a little less than perfect. Yeah, I wouldn't want them to that. be. We kind of did. Like it was clear that they, like they had come out of over ten years of basically deep sleep. Yeah, and I guess and they knowing that even, plot point. Yeah, you're even right. after having what probably like two months, the end of the summer with Arnold. They were like, let's walk with you to school. Can we come into school with you? Yeah. Oh, just kidding. Oh, we'll no, wait outside yeah. for we know how school works. Six hours. Yeah. And it's they're You're very right. understandably like clingy. Like they they yeah. lost their son for ten years and they don't want to lose right. him again. Right. But it's a little bit like, guys, you got Right. Yeah. I guess I'd, I'd like to see the point bit. where that strain mm-hmm. kind of happens. If this were to continue right. on. Sort of right. a point where it's not all like because right now I think Arnold's okay with it, right? Like he misses yeah. his parents as much yeah. as they missed him, but mm-hmm. at some point that's gonna wear down a little right, right. and it's right. it's also like he is used to living his life without his parents yes. yeah. there was no point more than like maybe a week where they lived without him that's a good right. point you know they, they expected making, to go yeah. right back yeah, to living right. with him and the fact that they missed so much of his sure. life must be it has heartbreaking. devastating implications. He's and if got they this were to make a season world. six, yeah, I would love to see that breaking point of Arnold about. being like, back off, leave me alone, you then, know, for a second. Them obviously then struggling with it because they don't want to based on how much they feel like they've missed out on almost like they want to overcompensate for it right every parent every parent has to learn how to let go of their kid but especially them imagine sending arnold off to college after missing him for 10 years because like even like like in the journal the only real weakness they show is like being very protective of arnold like oh my god he's gonna go down a slide and that's like the scariest thing they've ever seen right they went from that to our son is 11 years old yeah. and just saved us from a scary jungle gang and a yeah. deadly illness. And that's why I'm glad they like did the time the jump. Fingers. I'm glad they did the time jump because that would have been too much to internalize. That would have been a whole nother that, movie you know? yeah. dealing right. with all of that. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think we've covered it to all we can right now. You know, I'm yeah. certainly going to have mm-hmm. more going forward to say about this because it really was brilliant. 
Yeah, I, I guess we could talk about it forever, but overall, definitely was everything I wanted the movie to be 15 years later, yeah. and I'm so glad it made it. Super yay from me. Oh. <laughs> uh, that's a meth from me. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it was really good. It was really wonderful. All kinds of good feelings in there. All right, well, that wraps up our Jungle Movie discussion. Ray, I think you've got some trivia for us. And I know we thought about writing our thing down, but what about if Ashley and I both say when we're ready and then we say the answer at the same time? I think that's kind of fun. I, I'm into it. Okay. So basically, Ray has one question. Okay, okay. So we're just, let's, we'll need to make sure that we've got all the answers internalized before. Yes. But yes. Okay. We'll, we'll both have to clarify yes. with each other. So I will say, and I feel a little bad, my trivia question is not Hey Arnold related. That's fine. Um... But I'm pretty happy We've gotten about enough it. Hey Arnold in tonight. So uh, this question is actually Cat Scratch related. Mm. So as I believe you've mentioned on the podcast before, Cat Scratch is loosely based on a comic book uh, called Gear, written by Doug Tendapal. And um, in Gear, there are four cats. Mm. Waffle, Mr. Black, Gordon... And a fourth cat that are all named after Tendapel's actual pet cats. And early in the series gear, the fourth cat dies. <laughs> this is so much right now. My really question good. for you, what's the fourth cat's name? I this is a beautiful question. <laughs> I, I have literally zero I'm idea. But I'm I love try. it all the same. A Leland. B Raymond. C, Simon, or D, Clarence? Oh, those wow, are those all are all very possible. I was going to say, those all sound equally likely. Do you want me to read them off again? Yeah. yeah. Let's, say, let's say the letter, I think. Is that okay? Yep. I'm going to read them off again first. No, let's say the name. Name is more fun. Okay, fine. A, Leland. Leland. B. Oh, that's your guess. No. <laughs> I'm saying them out loud. Casey's Leland. It's Leland Raymond. A. Leland. B. Raymond. C. Simon. Or D. Clarence. So it's Leland. Raymond. Simon. Clarence. Okay. Okay. So just need to. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. I'm I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with one. It's, It's okay. We're diving in here. Can you count us down, right? Wait, are we going? Are we going? Okay, three, two, one. Okay. Three, two, one. Clarence. Wrong. 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 You're both wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I can't believe it. I've been on two episodes of this podcast, and I'm the winner of trivia for 2017. Thank you so much. I'm fine with that. You both have to buy me a present. Yeah, we'll do it. Season four, we do a tiebreaker. As long as we get a clean slate, I am 100%. Hey, now. Hey, now. Okay, so... Leland, Here's, did you make up Leland? I to- yeah. I've never even heard such a name. It's so specific You've never heard the I name like, Leland? I've no. never heard the name Leland. There's a little kid in my church named Leland. Oh. So, um, Gear, Gear tells the story of a podunk town of squat, hominid-like cats who are bordered on all sides by bigger and more warlike animals. The town's only protection comes from an aged guardian, the gigantic battle robot in disrepair. The town elder sends four brave cats out to capture an enemy guardian to further defend the town. The cats are named Waffle, Mr. Black, 
Simon and oh, Gordon. They were named after Tendapel's actual pet cats after tragedy strikes the cats in battle with the neighboring dog faction's guardian, causing the death of Simon. Waffle begins blaming himself for the trouble and goes into the woods. Oh, wow. This is really rough. Yeah, I, like, nuts. can't finish yeah. reading this synopsis. Nothing to do with the show, too. Like, Nothing to do with it. This except is the name. very I gritty. Say, I thought Simon at first, and then I thought, this is my lame rationalization, but it really was what happened. I thought, I'll bet it's Simon. And then I thought, no, I'll bet you threw that in for Simon the Monster Hunter. And it was a uh, red herring. Yeah. But, Somehow yeah. Simon sounded too... I don't know. It's, it sounds someone's... like a normie cat. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm going to go ahead and say this counts. This is fun fact material. All of that up yep, in there, too. Yep. That's... For sure. For sure. That's our fun fact. So now we're into our conclusion, I think. <laughs> uh, we had a Twitter poll. What was it? We oh, it's... Uh, what's... Oh, oh, oh. What, what, um, can say it. Which of Helga's nicknames for Arnold is your favorite yes was that yes. it it was <laughs> i came up with and it. what yeah. were we had a uh, football um, head arnaldo arnaldo and bucko mm-hmm. um if we're missing any major ones tweet at us let us know what nickname we have tragically left out but i feel mm. like those are the three the three ones that came up um definitely within the series and She's within this movie as well i'm sure ones i'm sure she does too. oh yeah yeah like um, one-off ones but yeah yeah so we're going mm. with uh football head arnaldo and Bucko. We'll see. Uh, what else do we usually do here? Oh, we haven't plugged our social media. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash F, or at, whatever. You could do that. <laughs> but the niftier way is at FNN underscore podcast, facebook.com slash FNN podcast, no underscore. Leave us a review on iTunes. You can write one. You can just do however many stars you think we're worth. So far, Everyone has said five, so just like keep that in mind. But <laughs> do you really want to be that different from your peers? Uh, I was just listening to a podcast about uh, like how to give criticism, and they reminded me that uh, neutral is not zero, neutral is three. Hmm. So you there know. you go. Yeah. So if we're fine, if we're like slightly better than fine, just give us the five roundup. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway, what else do we do here? We did uh, fun fact, Twitter poll, trivia. Um, oh, you can follow what are, next what are we do, even doing next no. week? We are doing a Rocco special. Oh yeah, for our We've calendar because we just what? keep loving this show and we want to dig, dig into Rocco's a little more. And, and they're getting a movie. Yeah, right? they get us pumped for the next movie. Yes. So yeah. that one's sometime in 2018, I believe. Um, so yeah, look forward to that. Um, is there anything else we would like to say? Uh, that's all I've got. Tweet us your thoughts, guys, about the Jungle Book. Yeah, I, I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. I hope it touched mm-hmm. people's hearts in the way that it got all of us. And uh, I'd, I'd love to hear, you know, and if if it wasn't satisfying to you, that's okay. We always are okay with opposed opinions. Just yeah. I'd love to hear your thoughts as to what you think they could have done better. Give us that discord. Oh, yeah. Give us oh, that yeah. meaty discourse. I, I haven't gotten in a good flame war in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make it about the jungle movie. Tell me why I'm wrong. All right, well, I guess, I guess that's it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Thanks, as All always, right. for listening, and we'll see you next week.